captured Master Callista, we have been betrayed. The War Master has turned from the light of the Emperor. No, it cannot be. Why would Horus do this? He has fallen to darkness. He must flee the system. Take these four remembrances to Terra and carry word of this heresy. The navigators tell me the Warp is in turmoil. We will be ripped apart. We cannot do this. You must have faith in your ship, my old friend. Your service will be remembered. We will carry word and ensure the galaxy knows of the War Master's treachery. And when we can, we will send the Legion to reclaim your sarcophagus. Only in death will duty end. Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Year 5 of Edge of Empire, a Horus Heresy podcast. My name is Chris and joining me uh, on this wonderful voyage is the wonderful Michael Botterill. Hello. The equally wonderful Robert Ng. Hello. And my darling brother, Graham Mills. Well, that was remarkable. I was expecting a lot worse. Yeah, I've got nice. mostly, I was uh, I was kind of thinking you were going to go somewhere like and of course this. I thought yeah. about it, but I thought it'd be nice. You you know, know, I, was, I, was, I, was I was expecting it to go something. a lot more Alan Davies at the end of. Right, I get another Q1. chance at this later on, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I suppose it depends how the episode goes. I get. A, depends I, I on get a, what the next intro will say. Well, thank you, my darling brother too. Exactly. Okay. I've got it's all about it's like, family here on Age of Empires. It's it's, uh, I've, I've got that hanging over you. So it is <laughs> friendly, absolutely is friendly family of of joy and, and laughter. Yeah. So what are we doing? So what are we covering? So this part of the show or this show, I'm quite not quite sure how we're doing it. Now we're splitting everything into two. Um, we are going to take at this month's new releases. An update of what we've been up to this month, a run through uh, of this month's news. <coughs> I do apologise. Uh, myself and Mr. B will go through the engine kill bits and pieces, which is very exciting because um, we have a, a, a sort of a new book to talk through as well. Mm. And the second part of the show, which will be coming later in the month, I'll tell you what we're going to do now and then I'll tell you again later on, uh, is the Augury Scanner, the books. Uh, and we'll be going through the Mournival Rules Pack. This is only one of the, the books that they do, um, because otherwise the show would be an eight-hour-long special. Magnum, magnum absolutely of, of content that, that, that these folks have churned out. So, yeah, yeah. amazing. I've never really looked at it before, but I'm, I'm going to be I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to getting into it. Like, I think it's, it's one of those really interesting things. I've always not, been, been a bit reluctant on the kind of general fan-made rules part because i always think oh you know but actually i've got to be honest with you uh is, i was slightly cynical but after reading them and the depth and the quality that's in there and how good those rules are i would convert definitely 100 percent. what they've done makes a lot of content for the later in the month for, for now yeah giving it away for free I know. so uh I shall end as, as one uh, regular troll phrased it, my wittering. 
And Mr. B, if you want to go through our new releases. <laughs> Don't witter. It's far too angry to be described as witter. I don't think you call that wittering either. I think it's like a ranting. It's like saying the speeches at the end of the Nuremberg rallies were, wit- were wittering. Well, there is, are you comparing them to Hitler? Because that does seem a little harsh. Purely from, an, purely, from an, purely from an oratorial <laughs> point of view, not from anything else, just purely from an oratorial <laughs> point of view. Well, there's a meme just waiting to happen. Oh, okay. Great. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get downfalled, aren't I? That's what's gonna happen. It's like, it's like I'm sorry. I'm Chris, sorry. They've they've, yeah, they've moved Chris. custodies from book seven into into book eight. Stalin. Whatever the thing is. That would be. Oh man. Oh, and Val- Valdor's more expensive and loses stuff, and then yeah, they've nerfed Valdor again. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna happen, right? That is gonna to happen. the internet. Don't give the internet ideas. Don't give the internet ideas. It's already out there. There's no. Right. I'll tell you what. Box. For the for the first person who gets that clip, puts Chris Mills's face over a certain. No, no, it doesn't. Just do the normal no. kind of downfall. No. Just re- and redoes and just redo the subtitles. Yes, that's the, that's the. Uh, let's that's not the... deep fake Chris into downfall. No, I'm not. <laughs> Chris is quite angry, and that would actually okay. that would be perfect. Okay. Anyway, new releases. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, lost it already. <laughs> three minutes in. Not I've not even got the tangent button ready yet. I've not got the tangent button. <laughs> it was ready. still being warmed up, and already we're off off off, yeah. off to the races. Yeah. Great, I'm going to get downfalled. New releases then. Okay, we haven't got anything that's like specifically heresy this month we have a couple of things that can be used oh, uh we'll start on facebook we'll start off with sat nine uh the paperback um which is 12.99 it's come out it's a great book buy it read it it's awesome um, it, is. it is uh then we've got it's an age of sigma release but i think we can all agree these Boy, would be yeah. fantastic as brutes in a demons of the ruin storm list and well, it's the slang or fiend bloods. Let me have a little, little gander, and before Amazing. you start casting such aspersions. No, no, I'm I'm fully on to, on in okay. in Camp Bottrell on this one. These are Frost utterly beautiful models. They are amazing. Like how many brutes can oh, I fit in? An, how many brutes can I fit in an army? And yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. I'll allow it. Yeah. The yes. Well, you can you can fit. You can take some as an escort for an HQ choice, and then you've got. Where do they come in? Elite, Elite aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Like, can I get fifty of them? Can I get can I get fifty yeah. of them in three thousand points? Preferably six. There's a there's a bit of a weird no. kind of Frankenfurter thing going on with the sort of Hello, thigh highs. I know, right? Sun-ish. I just there can't help ash. but thinking about the time warp every time I see them. Yeah, yeah. Um, are, are you quivering with anticipation? <laughs> Yes, I totally am. Well played, Rob. Well played, sir. Pish. <laughs> okay. Um, you can tell a lot about a person by what film they immediately associate. Chris, um, what's his face? Tim Curry. Uh, Tim, Tim Curry, Curry. That's him. Michael. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, as yeah. models go, I quite like them. The only one I don't like is the like the two sort of bullheaded ones with the uh, cl- 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 crab claws. Yeah. Cool. No worries. 
The third one, yeah, not really doing it doing it for me. I'm not quite sure where his heed is for a start. That always worries me on a model. Well, they're mostly just parts, so they've got alternative heads. Oh, have they? Oh, in that case, sold to the, yeah, you to don't the strange man to, in the Basque. You don't have to make them all as... Uh, <laughs> Which is often you, so... It's like it's often it's true Yeah, that's it. I'll have to go and put on a Steve Reeves full, movie. Full, yep. um, full Basque and uh, makeup and, of course... Uh, suspenders and stockings, which are very nice. What I like to do on 360 option is just to spin my little mini, you know, the roller key on your mouse. So it just looks like he's spinning around the one with the two claws. Just a little spinning around like a little whirlwind. I think, anyway, you make a, I think you could make a really nice Demons of the Ruined Storm army with the new yeah. um Knights of Slanesh. The, there's the Archer models as well, which I'm I am convinced that I can shoehorn in as lesser demons if you give them the. Uh, um, if you give I think them the any of that stuff would it. fit. And the the Lords of Gluttony. I mean, that'd be an interesting greater demon type of thing. Yeah, that that I'm, I'm that I'm less keen on because it's alarmingly close to a self-portrait. So um, the only thing wow. I would say is that it's, this is only one of those models is only a paint job away from looking like the Laughing Cow. <laughs> just saying <laughs> you know that would be pretty flipping well in that case you could sit down and have depressing. cheese and crackers with your opponent you know and if you you're could. playing pete reese then you've got harry for pudding that's yeah um you know he's you know a quick quick laughing cow over and that's you've got it you nailed it anyway yeah, somewhere, somewhere else for the mean police to create there we are. totally anyway totally. they are 31 pounds 50 or £26.78 Element Games, or £25.50 at the Outpost. The I got very ne- drunk once in my youth, and I remember having a really in-depth <laughs> conversation with somebody about why the Laughing Cow was always so happy. What did he have to be happy about? It makes no <laughs> sense. Well, it was a she for a start. Yeah, I was going to well, say. That's, maybe that's why she was happy then. I don't know. Well, anyway, it was, a, it was a mystery, right? It's never been explained. Just saying. Because she was well looked after to... Um, RSPCA standards. Yeah, it's all, all that had a Swiss, good, good care of life. Swiss mountain air and uh, you know a good yeah. dose of oxytetracycline to deal with the mastitis that they always get. Well, there's that, I suppose. Good to know. Well, now, who's laughing now, eh, cow? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right, okay. come on. The next two, a little bit controversial. Now, I'm going to say more, that. What, more the controversial than normal? No, no. These are controversial in that two of them are absolutely awful value and two mm. and one of them is great value they're the kill zone sets uh, that were released with the new um kill kill team box set now can i can i guess which ones are which gone can i guess that the munitorium hub is poor value and mm-hmm. the sector mechanicus is poor value and the sector frontiers is good value and yes. well done to those manatees for once again getting their jobs back. <laughs> it's good to see they've got yeah, games sex, sex of, compared, to what they, compared to what they've they were last early. time, compared to what they were last time, sector, the Munitorum one, they've all got up £10. Whoa. So they're now £60 instead of £50. Pounds. Munit, the Munitorum one has lost two containers and the big crane. So it's... You mm-hmm. what? Yeah. It's they've, they've, t- they've, taken it half, they've taken half of it out and charged you an extra tenner for the privilege. Yes, and they've also, taken, for you. they've also yeah. taken up, to be fair, logistics, the shipping industry. China, Brexit. Yeah, it all kind of teams up. And I know there's a degree of Games Workshop maintaining a profit margin, but come on, this is a that, little bit. If, if they've taken 30 quid's worth of models out and charged you an extra tenner for them doing it, that's a bit of a... 
Mm. Seems like they, that. They, no. they, they, the um, the the Mechanica one, they've taken out a big um, piece in the middle, a ferrotonic, what do we call it? I can't remember. It's, it's a big big vat. No, no, it's a big vat and it's got a crosswalk. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that yeah. And they've gotten rid of that. And again, charge an extra tenner. I mean, that's what, a 35 quid piece of scenery that they've taken out of the box and put it up a tenner. So it's like, hmm, mm. not great. Well, maybe, but Maybe someone however, in the counting went, hang on a minute. Possibly, but this is the only. Yeah, I did this place, up wrong. But this box is the only place right now to get um, thermic plasma conduits because they've been discontinued as a separate piece. So those little crazy things, you know, the old that, that we've got about the two zillion of. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they were giving them away in that magazine, weren't they, for like a fiver? And they're going to give them away again in a magazine. <laughs> they are. That's true. There'd be another. I did see there was another magazine on the way out, which I'm yeah, kind of. The website's literally just gone live for it like an hour ago. So, oh, is it? Oh, okay, cool. You, um, you can have a look there. But the Sector Frontier set, here's the interesting thing. They've actually added two sprues to the Sector Frontier set. It's not the most exciting set in the universe, though, that so Sector Frontier is, is it? It's like a, somebody's bins. They've locked it they up. They have added game boards to these sets that I've just realized. They've all had game boards in the past. Oh, yeah, they, they did. They've all had game boards oh. in the past. Yeah, so they've, okay. they've actually taken with the Sector Frontier set, they've actually knocked it up um, at a, a full um, a full 10 quid. That's still 60 quid, isn't it, for that? 60 you, quid. Know how angry I, you know how angry you say I get about certain things? That's Mr. No, B right now. Yeah, yeah, you can feel it. You can feel it. No, 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 no. Don't mess with the price of a Munitorum <laughs> container. Sector <laughs> Frontier is great. They've actually added value to this box. And um, £10 for two extra sprues is great. I mean, I know it's not the most exciting of terrain, but this uh, 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 STC Rise of Pattern Ruins, they're actually really good as a um, uh, as sort of filler terrain. And yeah. unfortunately, they have yeah. discontinued them. Can't so you? this is the only place to get it. Uh, well, there you go. There but they go. are, I mean, that big building is, I love that big building they've got in the middle um, that they have with the roof on. That is a really nice piece of building. And then the rest of it's not too bad either. It's good, nice, decent line of sight blocking terrain. Nice, but I mean, it just seems like it always feels like a lot. You know, my Sakaran standard, sixty quid, another twenty quid. I've got an Arcus. That's yeah. that's the problem, I suppose. And also, of course, you know, I go play places that already have the scenery, so I don't have to worry about it too much. Apart from the company of legend stuff. But, well, you just burgle Mike's house, and he's got more of it than one yeah. in the world. Well, actually, I've been thinking about. I keep doing this kind of semi what about level, semi kind of um, hoarder thing, where I think, <laughs> oh, oh, that plastic container. I reckon that would make a good piece of scenery, and uh, I've just started collecting a few that's bits what, and bobs. But maybe trying done. to yeah, trying to scratch build some stuff from some sort of plastic containers and stuff just yeah. you know just for me for display purposes because i don't think i'm ever going to have a the room to have a six by four table in my in my house like yeah. but yeah well that's only because the house is full of detritus <laughs> which is <I> tie you <laughs> up there's plenty of room just loads of rubbish not like hoard of rubbish just want to make that absolutely clear this isn't like you know i need help and intervention <laughs> or anything. are we having to phone kim and aggie yeah it's peculiar isn't it anyway Anyway, so that's, that's it for the new releases. But yes. I did want to say one thing. Go on. Um, obviously, we've mentioned the the the, the headmaster Slanesh, but 
there's a lot of concern in the community and you literally see these posts every day oh something's now listed on forge world is out of uh, of no longer available oh, yeah, online yeah, yeah. and i think we ought to we ought to put this in perspective the problem is that loads of stuff is going offline because they literally cannot produce it quick enough yeah um i think we all know that covid is obviously an issue you've got a social distance and for those of us who know people in, in Forge World in, in GW, we know they haven't got a massive amount of room in that um, casting area. And to maintain social distancing, they can't, you know, cast at the, the, the level yeah. that they have been. So stuff is going out of stock. It's going to yeah. come back, most of it. And, you know, it'll just take time. So The, the no thing panic. is, though, it's, it's the... It's the popular things <laughs> that well, exactly. people seem to be getting worried about. I, I, so, uh, I think last week it was in the Blood Angels group, it, there was someone well, freaking five, out right? about the Leviathan. And oh, it's like, we've had Sanguinius as well. He's gone. Yeah, it's like, it, they're not going out, you know, it's a super popular model. It just, you know, everyone take a breath. It'll come yeah. back. Yeah, it, literally every single day something else yeah. goes up. When something else goes, it's like, oh, it's gone offline. Yeah, it's because they've got less people making stuff and more people sat at home with nothing else to do but actually do some hobby. It's like, you know, you don't need to be a genius in economics or statistics to figure out, hang on, they've got less people making stuff but more people wanting it. Yeah, Funnily it's, enough, it's, stuff's going to go out of stock. It's the same on main GW as well. Really popular stuff. They can't keep it in stock. I mean, when they've had stuff go up for pre-order, not for Heresy because we haven't really had anything for Heresy this year, Um it doesn't stay in stock very long. It goes out, it goes off sale very, very quickly because they literally run through what they've been able to cast. I think, you know, they had some blood bowl stuff. That's that went like very sharpish. I think it was gone within a couple of days. There was some mm-hmm. Escher get, there was some Escher champions or was that last year? Uh, no, that was, la- that no. was last year. That was last there's year. Some, there's some new ones, aren't there? There's some yeah, new. Yeah, Orlock champions. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, Orlock yeah. champions. Yeah. Definite militia, definite, definite militia material. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, the the blood angels survive and he's back up. The Moriax goes out of print every every couple of days. It goes and then it's back. And it's because it's ace and it's good value as far as Forge World stuff goes. Exactly. So there's nothing to panic about. And you know, this isn't us saying stop posting because I mean, some people genuinely might not go on Facebook that often. Hi. <laughs> so you know. Don't Rob panic. Lurks in the shadows. Mm. Don't panic at all. It's, it's nothing to panic over. No. No. That's really it. So what we'll do now is we'll run into what we've actually been up to. Once again. We are back at the at the altar of hobby, thinking about all the things we have done, or as is quite often the case, not done uh, in our progress towards hobby excellence and under normal non-pandemic circumstances, games and stuff. If you can remember playing those, so what we what, can play this stuff? Apparently so. Allegedly, I vaguely remember doing this back I, in my. Back I don't in my youth. believe you. There's um, a reason why you've bought the world supply of dice, Mr. B. It's not just because, you know, you think it's going to be the new uh, currency when the world actually does end. <laughs> <laughs> it's about dice or teeth. 
and uh, I know you're gambling heavy on the dice market. He's definitely gone in for the dice. Dice market. Well, I've not got the teeth. <laughs> so, what, pray tell, fellow denizens of the hobby world, uh, have you been up to? So let me pick on a random target <laughs> slash victim, and go with Rob Ing, who I know oh. has been. Quite a busy boy. I have been quite busy this month. I have been. Um, well, I made a. Um, that's the problem with this. I, I say what I'm going to do, but but there's, it's not just you three that hear it. So I'll get called out if I don't do it. Um, although okay, you know, not, you have a, you know have a, a bit of a fan club now, Rob, and they expect England expects, as they say. Yeah, well, England can expect all it bloody likes. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so yeah, I said I was going to get four Moirax finished. You did. I believe, and I got four Moirax finished. You did, um, like fifty um, bonus points to that man. Yeah, totally. fifty DKP for me. One one manatee badge for you, sir. Oh, awesome. Um, so yeah, um, oh, that's I managed an idea, to just get, isn't it? Get, yeah. Oh yeah, that is an idea. Right? Well, well, save save that one for later. Get, <laughs> get that in the augury scanner. Let's get that planned. So. Um, yeah, I got got cracked on. I managed to have some really productive um, a few days. I had like five days off work um, for little lad's birthday. But obviously, you know, he's only five, so he goes to bed at eight o'clock. Um, Are you going to have a one day off for every year that he's... Is that how it's going to work? So you had five days off, and now he's five. So next year it's six days off, I assume? Uh, well, I'm waiting for him. He says he wants to be an astronaut, so I'm waiting for him to earn enough to, for Dad to retire. Okay, and then... Good, so, yeah, good plan. That's good what plan. I want. That's what I want. Um, I don't think astronauts are very well made, though, mate, to be honest. I think there's a fair bit of danger money. Is there? Let me well, have a look. Uh, bear in mind, uh, you get to for like the, the after-dinner circuit, I should think. Well, yeah. There is that, of course. That is there. Is you know, and, and, and I've told him in the news this week, you know, by, uh, by astronaut, I'm not having him. He's not working as a butler in some in the new hotel that they're planning on. No, on no he's got to be a pioneering actually, spirit. Yeah, exactly. Where no person has gone before. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, although we've been watching The Expanse recently, and if he starts turning blue, I'm just going to shoot him. Um, <laughs> I need to catch up on that. Right. Just, put, just putting that out there. An um, astronaut, an astronaut the earns between sixty-six and one hundred and sixty-one thousand dollars. That doesn't seem like a lot for somebody putting their life on the line in space. Like I've got to be honest. Well, no, that's true. I'd want, I'd want, should like. Like put another naught on the end of that if I'm going into yeah, space. Yeah, I mean, frankly. That's, that's the same as a standard yeah, MP. That's NASA has put an extra naught on it for when you go into space as well. All the <laughs> yeah, extra fuel. Have to put on an extra spaceship. <laughs> 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 be, like be like the the lunar landing module taking that thing back up to space again. Same as an MP's wage, and I know who I'd rather trust to run the country. Um, oh, biting satire. <sighs> Uh, but yes, Moirax. So I got I got managed to get some decent airbrushing times. Uh, airbrushing in cold weather is never much fun. There was a couple of days where it was like one degree, and one day when it was like actually freezing um, in the workshop. But uh, have hair dryer, will airbrush. So uh, the Moirax are done. Yeah, with you have to get your wavy perm like sorted first, or what? Uh, yeah, I, I do have a wavy perm. The problem is it's only three millimeters long, so you can't tell. Um, it's fifty-four thousand dollars per kilogram to get into is how much it costs. Yeah, it would cost more than a more than an astronaut. A couple of, in fact, it would cost more than the the, the crew of the International Space Station to get me up there. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. I can imagine. So, um, yeah. 
there were nice kits to paint. I managed to get myself trapped in trim hell for a day, though, because I got all the airbrushing done on all the panels, and then it was like, yay, I've got to go around mm. all the edges. Yes. Uh, but thankfully, uh, homemade metallic Black Templar made that a, fair, a much easier job than I expected it to be. They look wondrous. Genuine. I am rather chuffed with them. I am rather chuffed. The uh, the uh, the decals make a massive difference from the mighty brush. Yeah, the problem is now I've got paint fear for mine, of course. Well, I've, got, I've got two of them. He's, he's got the next on the list, and now I'm like, yes, I've definitely got the got the old choky chokes. Wow. Um, oh, what's what's difficult about them? Well, I'm going to have to leave a significant amount of time so that your Morax fade from memory. <laughs> And so that when I put mine on the thing, people will go, oh, they're nice, rather than, Jesus, what did you let let Rob's kid paint those? So, <laughs> nah, don't be you know, there's, uh, there's, there is that. To consider. They're, they're, they're lovely, lovely models to paint because all the panels, all the panels have got, um, they're actually got um, separate lines down the centre of them. Mm, so nice. you don't have to gauge anything off. You could you could do them with, you could do them with rattle cans and a roller masking tape. You don't need anything special for them. Yeah, you know me. Mr. Brush, the old, uh, <laughs> get yourself old, uh, down. Get yourself down to Alfred's and get some rattle cans. It'll be fine. No, it's fine. Black undercoat, dry brushing jobs are good. I'm cool. Um, yeah. And of course, those lovely dry brushes, which will come onto an Aurora scanner. Oh yes, in uh, yes, great. And tickled mm. your, quite literally tickled your Aurora scanner. Totally did. It totally tickled me. Tickled me pink. Yeah, anyway. Yes, I've only Four got two marks. models left. I've only got two models left of the Mechanicum mm-hmm. now. Exciting stuff. I have the Thanatar and the Porphyrian. So I say I've got two models. I've got, okay. I've got you know. <laughs> yes, it's not, <laughs> it's, not too, it's not two simple blokes, is it? It's, you know. No, not really. It's not two infantry or anything. No, I've got um, the Thanatar and then uh, Big Papa P. Oh, that's a job, that one. To, to do, but I have a week's holiday again at the end of March. So um, if nice. I can get off the allotment for a little bit um then i will see what progress can be made we want to see it man we want to see it well i'm going to try and undercoat the um thanatar tomorrow to get some airbrushing done on the thanatar tomorrow if i can get homeschool done in time so keep keep an eye on the instagram people and talk to me on the damn thing because no one ever sends a message or posts a comment everyone's just like "Mm, move on by well, you, you know. do get quite a lot of stuff on Facebook. I need validation from complete I strangers. Do. I know you do. I we don't know. count anymore. No, Trust you don't me. count anymore. Because you know, I, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. You know, that's the you know, whole thing. You, you, you check, you check the down, you check the download figures <laughs> on an hourly basis. <laughs> um, you know, I, I need complete strangers on the internet to go. That looks nice, so I can go. Yay! I'm not an awful failure of a human being. <laughs> not oh, that I'm, no, you're not that I'm such, damaged in any way, but you such know. fragile well, creatures you, the pair of you are. Well, the three of us really. I mean, if you think Mr. B's imposter syndrome, mm. and you know, you're the only one who's got an ounce of confidence in them, in them Chris. So <laughs> it's not that. Blind, it's, it's, blind it's not ignorance <laughs> and hatred. <I> <laughs> blind rage. <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's just like Chris Mills, the know. human wasp, hates everything. <laughs> I, I hate I hate painting. <laughs> basically i don't want to do it i don't want to take photos of it because i haven't enjoyed it it's as simple as that makes sense right makes sense anyway <laughs> what, a, what a what a strange crew we really are mm. right then is that you mr mr I think just, just four, one last four thing. lovely I, marks i am gonna maybe as we discussed i might start doing a little little section little painty bit i think you on should the sh- I think that on the show, show if people show if people might be, be interested 
do like uh, Rob's paint shack or something. Oh, I like the sound of that. Sounds like a cosy sort of thing. Like quick, just just nip into, nip into my paint shack and there'll be a, like a, it'll be like an old 1960s shack, you know, with a with a, maybe a kettle in there, you know, and a um, cup of tea. Yeah, well, I could do. I could maybe do a video tour of it. Maybe for on the Insta. Lounging on the on the on a on a windowsill somewhere. That's right. Some discarded pornography from the 1970s. <laughs> Bit too hirsute for my tastes, thank you. Whoa, whoa, Seventies are well and truly over. <laughs> Hedge trimmers need That's, just need uh, to stay for the privet at the front, thank you very right, much. Just, just remember, uh, Graham, that uh, your out your outburst last month, and and then that now. This is a, this is a family friendly show, and we always have tried to remain as such. Wasn't too. I suppose there is that. You know, I, I always think back to the. Somebody in, you know listening to this with their children in the car, for example, and then now going, Daddy, watch pornography. Yeah. Yeah, stop making it worse. Don't, 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 don't make it worse. Okay, You're okay. doing a Michael here. True, that is another classic, classic Michael. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try and talk my way out of it, but actually make things worse. <laughs> One for the edit button there. Uh, That's fine. Mike. I can't imagine pornography. Bit. Uh, Just stop. <laughs> You get to practice your bleeping skills, right. Michael. Someone, someone send him an OnlyFans account, and then uh, he'll be okay. That is going to be. That's not. That's PG thirteen. Must be. Speaking of only, speaking of OnlyFans, it's uh, Tom Stallard's birthday today. Why are those two things linked? Because <laughs> he's got one. Oh I'm right. Because sure, I'm sure he's got one. Of him just rolling around in his boxer shorts on his Adeptus Titanicus models. Okie dokie. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Right then. Sorry. Okay. Somebody else well, talk. I'm just going to end Next, next out of the bag. Let's it's go to the a, sensible world of Michael. It's Watt. been a long day at work. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. B, you've been very quiet, suspiciously quiet. Yeah. If I'm I must say, so that means you're either to... put yourself on mute and you're rearranging your house. <laughs> <laughs> the glazes or, are in. They're smashing all the windows. Concentrating on a very, very fine piece of painting. Which one was? Which of those two did I guess right? Neither of them. I'm just what? sort of oh, incredulous yeah. at what the the, the the amount of beeping I might have to do. I can't imagine that's the case. Anyway, okay, right. Uh, I start. I said I was going to do some more work on the Zone Mortalis and a Knight Gallant. I only mm. did one of them. Um, did so you I start the Knight Gallant or the Knight Gallant? Gallant. Mm. I did the Knight Gallant. Gallant. Uh, so I started off uh, by painting some paint plague drones. From they're going to be cavalry in my Ruin Storm army. Cool. So um, I did those, and then I put on some transfers uh, for a squad uh, from the can podcast. I, can I just raise a quick question with you, Mr. B? Go on. Are you, because I didn't, and I've, I've undenied about this, are you paying attention to the base size guide in book nine, no. in book eight, about no. Demons of the Ruin Storm? No. Because I, I know... Because I was thinking about this the other day, because I've been doing the I've done the base to the big guys, mm-hmm. which are not the size that it says to do. I, I, I don't book. think it's like, but I'm they, they, they bigger or smaller. Well, one's bigger and one's smaller. Um, because obviously they're the bases that came with the models, I sort of just went, oh, it's fine. Completely forgetting mm-hmm. that it says in book eight, try and make them. Um, oh, X X amount of size, and I, I you know, I just, it only really struck me that I was looking at something. I went, oh, I never gave that thought. Well, I there's mean, not was... that much. I mean, it's the flying stand, and it's flying cavalry, so yeah, which should be on a seventy by twenty-five mil oval base. 
Runestorm Demon Cavalry, apparently. I, I don't think it actually says you have to do it this sizes. Uh, I don't hang on, let me just... I don't think given it's... the wide range of choice available for in these ones, as well as the wealth of conversion opportunities, players should use the list presented here as a guide for basing or to decide if a given workshop, games workshop model or unit is appropriate to represent the unit in question. Hmm. Guidelines. If someone rocks up... If someone rocks up and they and they and they've got it's a company of legends and they've got plague drones as demon cavalry and they're on the sixteen uh, mil uh, flying bam, straight away instantly <laughs> straight out the door. It's like Get out. yeah, sure, go for it. <laughs> I, I, I'm I, I'm with you because I've not paid attention to that rule slightly, even slightly. <coughs> I just did whatever the hell I wanted to do. But I just I just thought you know I, I'd raise the question. Uh, now on on, mm. a, on a public forum as opposed to in private, which would have been more sensible, I feel. Um, no, I don't think. Now that, now that I've done so, so if you're a, a, a DOR player, you know, Mr. Frost, I'm looking at you. Uh, what, what are your what are your thoughts? Do they have to be or do they not have to be? Because if they have to be, ugh. that big cabbage on a massive base, isn't it? I don't think they Whatever have to be. I think it's. I think if you're doing it the base that it came with that's perfectly fine but if you're um if you're taking the mick and you're purposely but you know you're putting like i don't know do you, do, the sassy nurgling if you're putting him on a um on a 100 mil round base and saying right sassy nurgling. Sassy nurgling. That's, a, that's that's a great name for a web comic no that's that's another that's another heresy prog rock band isn't it surely the sassy nurgling or a pub. Yeah, it's a heresy pub. pub. It's a pub. It's no, no, he's, he's, a, he's, an actual, your... he's an actual model. He's a model. I know he is. Oh, is right, he, okay. Is he actually called the sassy nerd? Well, that's, that's what, what everybody... That's what the internet's does. called him, isn't it? And Warhammer community has on more than one occasion referred to him as the sassy nerdling. Well, yeah. I have to Google this now. I'm sorry. So it's, it's just a nerdling with a, a Death Guard helmet on. And his he's arms got folded. His, he's got his arms on his hips and he's like, yeah. That was You're right. Terrible. It actually comes back with that exact model. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's going to be senseless. Can I jump in on bases? Yes, yeah. of course. Because um, I got some bases for my custodies. Oh, yes, you did. They, you? they arrived from uh, Unreal War Games. Are you having any Sisters of Silence in that custodies list? Or? Uh, no, because as it's advertised, it's a custodies list, not a talents oh, list. If I was doing a talents list, I'd advertise it as a talents list. But I'm doing a custodies list, so I'd advertise it as a custodies list. So, um, yeah, there is there, there is that. Oh, fantastic. Anyway. Shots fired. Shots fired. Okay. So, I also got that Knight Gallant painted. Uh, House Tyrannus. Um, I've had him for absolutely ages. Mm. Had him built for a couple of years. And it was sort of like, I need to get him painted. And I was just like, yeah gonna get him done and i got him done and i'm happy with him um that's a nice model mr b well done you he does look nice yeah very good yeah happy with that um yeah and then i got a squad of custodies i had realized i hadn't done a single custodies (laughs) since since uh in 2020 at all and I've got a big box of them here. So I, I thought, you know, I'm going to move some onto my painting list. And um, I did uh, a single squad of custodies and I quite like them. There's just the six of them. Uh, one with an Adrocite spear. 
and the rest were normal space. And uh, yeah, I'm happy with them. Got any Sisters of Silence in that box? <laughs> Actually, I was. I, I thought about saying it. I do. I have. I have a sister. I have five Sisters of Silence, which are on belt. So it's a it's a talent of the Emperor list then. It it's might not be. a custodies army here. It might be. It's oh, mostly custodies, but it might get some Sisters of Battle. I'm not sure. I'm not cool, sure. Cool, cool. It, the, the problem with Sisters of Battle for me is it's really difficult because there's not that many models, and they've got quite a few units. And it's like, where am I even uh, going to start on conversion parts? You just go, you just go to Anvil Industry and buy Daughters of the Burning Rose because they've got all of them. Right. I like them anyway, um, what else? What else? What else? And then I just did a, a test scheme uh, for my militia uh, using mm-hmm. some because de- I'm using Death Guard of Krieg. <sighs> so I've got an absolute ton of Death Guard of Krieg um, stuff. Lovely. That's so um, I did a squad. <laughs> suspicious noise um what? that is that's nice i like that they've done them actually because uh, although it's slightly off topic you also did some um oh what's the bloody game bolt world, war II, world war ii germans yeah bolt, bolt action yes. i thought wow they look nice they'd be a nice color scheme to do for death Corp. but you've kind of mixed some of that aesthetic in there in, in these guys a little bit. I've not wanted to go too far. I've taken some inspiration from it, mostly in the bases and the helmets. But the nice, the rest, it's a nice green you got on there. Uh, it's mm. actually Death Corps Drab. That's the paint name. And it, yeah, it was I, just, I was just, I was just looking at it. I was like, yeah, that look all right, wouldn't it? That does look really nice. That's a great combo. And is that with, with like a black or a grey underneath? Uh, it's based um, uh, Abbott and Black. Not yeah. Abbott Black, um, Chaos Black, or well, actually Wilkinson's Black Satin, and the trousers are, um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Are Mechanica Standard Grey, um, washed twice with Agrax Surshade. Really nice to, to give them sort of like a really dark grey. Yeah. And then highlighted up again with Mechanica Standard Grey. That is that is good work, my friend. So I'm really happy with them. I'm, I I'm would quite, be too. I'm quite pleased with how they turned out. Good, good. Very cool. Uh, especially the bases. Nice. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, the bases do look nice. Yeah. Okay. Well played, nice. Mr. B. Well played, Mr. B. Some, some lovely output. Very um, nice. Mr. Christopher, tell us Hello. what you've regaled us with. But though you have already said that, you know, uh, you are somewhat gimped by this whole painting malarkey. So, you know, fair yeah. enough, you didn't get much done. Yeah, no, it's just, you know, my, my eyes paying silly buggers again so not a lot has been done i've yeah it's just yeah i mean i have started another project or i'm going to start a new project um so i shifted my book four so Mm. i'm gonna bite the bullet and do a militia army which should be fun i think we're talking about this on the northeast group the other day everybody seems to be doing a militia army right now I'm I suppose not. it's one of those things. They've already been there, seen there, done that. Um, but yeah, <coughs> everyone comes around to it at some point, doesn't it? It's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, so, it's, uh, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, it's so a lot of fun, actually. There's lots of different models in there. And they're actually, to be honest it with was, you. It was between. Yeah, go on. I was just going to say, rules, rules wise, militia, I think, are actually not as much fun, but they have better rules, or potentially better rules than the um, solar auxiliary. But yeah, go on, mate. They've got yeah, I mean they've they've got a few things. It's not a 
overly large list actually when you look at it the militia yeah. list um you know you it's 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 quite hard to make a three thousand point list i think it's all um, in the it's all in the for militia yeah it's the troops and the tanks really isn't it the rest of it is a bit yeah i mean militia yeah. you can use the you know, sentinels and that but there's it's always there doesn't seem to be a lot in the um elite slot that you would get normally in like as with the, no. the yeah. starties which is fair enough i mean they're not an elite army but um, you know, that seems fairly limited. Fast attack, not a huge amount of choice there either. Um, apart from, you know, the, you got the Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt which is a cool thing. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's all yeah. really in the heavy support section and the, the troops, really. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, I mean, even like HQ, you get one, you've got one choice, really. That's it. You know. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I'm going to do my, they're going to be my Tanith uh, militia. Um, so, Salt Book 4, so I had a bit of. The, of money so I bit the bullet and went to these nice people in Australia and said can I have 80 of your finest camo cloaked crazy people now there's some sponsors I'm going to working my Welsh accent to uh, you know really sell it when I use them on the table right um, okay are they Welsh are they yeah if you in the that's the sort of accent that you get if you listen to the audio books um, right. Said it comes across as Welsh to me. No, oh, I've never, I've, I've, I've never given that any thought. Yeah, I'd never tweaked that. It certainly sounds that way. It's in my head now. Larkin sounds like Miles. If you is Welsh, listen to listen to one of the um the, the audiobooks and then let me know. I it comes across as Welsh to me, as more of a Welsh than Scottish to me. It, it's slightly lighter. The accent that this is just the accent that Toby Longworth does on the audiobook, so you know mm-hmm. whether it's representative of what they're meant to be. But yeah, so I've also, I mean, I've I had Gaunt already. You know, they're not actually going to be the Tanith. They're basically the Tanith's great, 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 great grandparents. Mm-hmm. But you know, just re- getting done. Have some the, re- the real, the real first and only that just no one ever, no one remembers. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Ten thousand years. years. Yeah, good point. Right. Things could be formed yeah, and forgotten so, about. I mean, 10,000 years in yeah. you know, all the Human history, Jesus. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, I've got, I'm going to have some armour because I've got six Lehman Russes in the loft. Um, so it's just the troops and some air support to buy. But, you know, mm. it's probably going to be... Uh, I need to get my demons finished at some point, but that's just mm. as and when. So God knows. God knows when they'll get done. It'll probably be next year, if that. But I'll have them, and that'd be cool. Nice. Just build them slowly. Always good to have, yeah, no rush. Yeah. Cool. So that leaves me. Yeah. Uh, so what about you? What have you been up to, Brian? I've been quite busy, actually. So I'm going to get... Um, I realised I was three phallic short of a, an army, but luckily... We've often said so. Yeah, you said stuff. Is that a euphemism? Yeah. Chris sent me off enough bits to build another three, thank goodness, because I'd actually built one already, but given him the plasma gun, thinking they could have lots of plasma guns, but they can't. It's one per yeah. three models. I keep I keep finding one. I keep finding Thalax. I found another one just sitting oh, right they, in front of me. Yeah, right, cool. And, um, and another Ursarax. So oh, I keep turning up. Useful. So, I, so I painted uh, the Ursarax first because I was sick of painting Thalax. Although the Ursarax do bear an uncanny resemblance in terms of painting, but I just felt a bit like a nicer change, um, maybe because the guns aren't so fiddly. But got the Ursarax out the door, so I think that was six Ursarax painted. 
that's quite an achievement by itself. Yeah. Um, and then finished off the, I kind of made a sort of vow to myself, you know, I, I don't like painting infantry. That may not come as a surprise to anybody, but it's not something I particularly enjoy, unless it's HQs, weirdly enough. I quite like painting individual HQ models, but I just get really bored of painting doing lots and lots of... Mass, mass ranks of infantry are you know, yeah. zero fun. So anyway, so but I knew that I wanted to get all of this done and out of the way. So I wanted to get all the infantry models painted so that they were... I had enough models to field an army. So that was six more Ursaraks, which I got done, and another three Thalax. Nice. nice. So got those completed. Um, and it looks all right now. It's quite a reasonable force. Um, so I think that it sort of breaks down as a squad of seven Ursaraks. And then I've got three squads of Thalax um two with um what are the guns photon thrusters and yeah. one with the plasma gun and one squad of four phase, yeah, phase pro- plasma fusel phase plasma fusel yeah so a four man squad with a phase plasma fusel and two three man squads with the uh photon thruster so that's all the all of the phalanx that I currently need in my army three scoring units should be enough and so now it's onto the cool stuff. So I've started painting. Yeah, and, and, and Thalax are a, a, a. Yeah, they're they're a good sorry. good troop choice. You know, I mean, the only yeah, thing is yeah. that four plus armor, you know, and heavy bolters can be a bit of a pain. But um, you know, they can they can move a fair way. They've got that toughness five is is you know, yeah helps for sure, and three wounds each. So you know, they're, they're no slouches. The guns are pretty cool too, particularly the photon thruster. We think it's great long range gun which um you know so sit at the back and shooting but they can move a bit as well because they can move and use that um jet pack move in the assault phase so yeah looking forward to that, that so that's all them i believe that you referred to that as all that jet pack nonsense generally speaking i, I refer to that as jet pack nonsense but it's yeah. it's just just, just checking jump jump pack and jet packs are somewhat different although both of those units actually one has jump packs and has jet packs so i haven't got a leg to stand on anymore I'm, really, I'm just really. riddled with hypocrisy um that's it robots I, and fast moving units i know right and then i bought uh for christmas i got an element games voucher so rather than get the uh arvis lighter which is okay and i know rob likes it as a model it's actually just as expensive to buy a um omnithopter thing um and i like the omnithopter model we've talked about it before here um so i'm, I'm currently in the process of I've built that and I'm currently in the process of painting it. It's a lot of fun. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting that finished. And then, uh, because like you, Chris, um, we I started, I sold my book six, actually, just because, you know, I've got one book. I don't really use it. Collectors are paying good money for them. And I'd rather have the models, frankly. So sold my book six and got myself two lovely Volterax which is really the last shred of dignity that I have left in the world. Uh, There's only one thing that's off my list currently, and that is the hoplites. And, you know, if I go down that route, I can't even say that anymore. Yeah. I can't even give them a hard time because the Voltraks are haywired to the wazoo. So actually you may as well just get some hoplites now. I might as well just go, you know, in for a penny. I've already, you know, stepped over the, stepped over the line but yes yeah, so i've got two voltrax to build and paint and i've got two morax to build and paint who've also got haywire by the way so yes. oh, you went you went with the graviton option to, uh, i think it's graviton. a great i think it's a great option the graviton op, graviton yeah. gun and the, and the claw is what i've gone for so yeah i'm hoping to get my omnithopter finished because it's a really nice model though i must admit if this may just be me 
uh, every time I build a flyer, every time I kind of have to pick it up and sort of go woo around the room no, with it. No, every time. Every not time. You at all. You know, it's like being yeah. seven again. So, yeah, yes. The, 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 the Omnicopter has the new flying stand, doesn't it, as well? Tell you what, that new flying stand is 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 marvellous. So, I don't know if you guys have seen the new flying stand, but it's basically way back in the day they used to have for the skimmers, rather than this stupid thing that just snaps off. They used to have a kind of ball and socket joint mm-hmm. um, where you could kind of pose the model, which was amazing, right? They didn't snap off. They were really good. What well, lasted forever. And they went back to this stupid piddly thing that you just snap off at a moment's notice. Well, the new flying stand's got a bigger version of that ball and socket um, thing. So basically you can move the model around on its base to give it that sort of action pose. So, yeah, really cool. I'm looking forward to it. So that's me. So the Mechanicum, I reckon, two months maybe, maybe more, maybe sooner. I reckon they'll be done and dusted. So that's another (coughs) 3,000-point army. The problem we're going to have is that Coming in lockdown, we're all yes. going to have different lots of different armies to use, and just be like, do not do, do not have, you know, what to take uh, today. This is, this is, I mean, there's some armies that I don't think I've played enough of. So the Salamanders yeah, were kind of my army for 2020. Day, yeah, and they were kind of the army I was going to play in 2020, or you know, them and the Solar Auxiliary. That's what I was going to take to things like Blood and Glory and what have you. And then they never, I never really got a chance to play them because of lockdown so yeah i still want to give them i mean probably the salamanders i've played the most so but you know there's models that are built for and painted for the for the solar auxiliary that i've never played and the same for um, the salamanders actually and i've still got um after i finished the mechanicum i've got a, a load of recon marines to finish for my 1500 points of um ultramarines which is now i've changed the army around a bit and i'm going to put a um, of course, I'm going to put a Sakaar in there because I can fit one in. Um, so, but, and also, I think Ultramarine tanks look really cool. So that's going to go in there. Um, and then it's on to Night Lords for something completely different for 2021 to... Two? Two, probably. Yeah, something something different, something mm-hmm. jetpacky nonsense, like we've said. Um, a salty monarchy. I haven't got an army that does that. You know, I've got the... Wild Eaters, which are kind of in drop pods, but I haven't got a jumpy around the army like Chris has got, say, with the Blood Angels. It's, it's nothing There's nothing more satisfying than, you know, hearing you set out all of your principles over the last the last four years, all the things you've moaned about, and, you know, well, just accepting that fair, you're wrong. To be fair, Chris, I've actually built five or six different armies, whereas you've built the same army five times. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> got a point. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately, that's that's undeniable, old, my friend. Old Hoan trick pony. Not not that I'm any different. <laughs> so there you go. Touche. And on that rather awesome mic drop, let's go on to games played, of which there have been none. Absolutely. So, <laughs> absolutely nothing. So what's the plans for next month? So I've kind of hinted at what mine are with the uh, Voltrax and maybe some Ursrax chucked in for funds. What about your good self, Chris? Who knows? Who knows? Let fate decide, Chris. <laughs> let let fate and the right eye decide. Yes, uh, Mr. B. Uh, well, I'm definitely going to do some uh, Zomotala's terrain because that's calling out to me. Uh, I want to get this board. What, like in your sleep or something. I mean, you want to. You probably need to see somebody if, if that's happening. 
Uh, and I'm going to try and get a couple more custody squads. Um, oh, the Emperor's Cops. Okay. That's the Ultramarines. The Ultramarines, the Emperor's Cops. They're in the right colours and everything. Mm. Okay. I wish I thought of that last week when it would have been really relevant. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some more custodies because you're enjoying them. What about you, Rob? Any plans? Uh, we'll yeah. decide you all. No, fate won't decide how. I will decide. Um... What was it that Sarah Connor said? There is no fate, but what we make for ourselves. There you go. Um, I'm going to get me Thanatar done. Nice. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to look wonderful. Cause it's a great model, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the instructions, if you're listening, Forge World, can we have an updated set of instructions to match oh, all the nice shiny new kits? Instructions. Uh, nonsense, aren't they? Because it's literally just a carrier bag full of resin and, and, and a postcard going, well done, you bought something. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'll just send you a blank card that says, can you fill this in as you go? <laughs> send it to us so that we can yeah. do the next person. Yeah. Well, Absolutely I mean, nonsense. Just those, the, the old instructions are just the worst thing ever. Yeah. So I here's a picture of the thing assembled. Here's the picture of the thing unassembled. Here are some numbers. <laughs> good luck. I think it's I think it's made worse by the fact that the, how good the new the new ones are. Yeah, with the newer kits, like you know, going from it's, it's all CGI. It's, well, you know, um, I was going to say CGI, but it's all um, computer, computer yeah, so, and stuff. So you can do it's it really easier. easy for them to sort of <clears throat> mock up some really nice instructions. It's, it's just when something old. turns up that you don't expect to have the old sort of instructions, you think, oh yeah, yeah. this will be the this will be the new system. Oh, oh no, uh, yeah, like, no idea what this. Like, like how any back of a fag packet kind of thing. How anybody <laughs> built a Thunderhawk when they first released that? I mean, they need a medal. And if anybody ever saw the original Bane Blade that they did, that just used to come in a box, and every the... single track link was individual. I think the Dreadclaw's like that. I think the Dreadclaw has awful instructions. I lived with a lad who had a Thunderhawk and he showed me the instructions for it, and he had a Bane Blade. He had a serious resin addiction even before Heresy was a thing. And it was like, you you, are, you can't yeah, have done this. You don't have that patience. hardcore modelling, isn't it? I mean, the thing is, it's like, at what point does it stop becoming a model and start becoming a puzzle? <laughs> and then, do you see what I mean? It's like, this isn't really a model anymore. This is actually a puzzle. I'm having to think about a 3D puzzle. You've given me no instructions, just a set of, set of things that are on a, on a sprue, and I have to assemble them to make them look like the thing at the end of it is effectively a puzzle. Yeah, basically, I'm going to be doing an assault is... course with a zip line at the end of this, and I'll be point <laughs> chuffing <laughs> Krypton Factor. Basically, it's, you, you, you try and assemble the model, and then you're going to counselling for about two yeah. years to get over the stress. Uh, so, and particularly if you're talking like hundreds of pounds a model, right? Just to make yeah. things worse, you know, you spend two hundred pounds on a model or something mental, and yeah. then it comes, like you say, on a on a photocopied piece of old bog roll with somebody <laughs> saying, you know, good luck, mate. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> yeah. for the money. With um, with love, Tony C. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, one one thing I would say is when I was putting together my Omnithopter, of course, it's a plastic kit, so the constructions are lovely. You know, the only thing because I don't maybe this is just me because I'm old. But I thought, wouldn't it be nice if they just had an app, right, that had the picture of the sprue on it and you put the number of the component in and it would tell you where on the sprue the flipping thing is. Because yeah, I reckon what you do is you turn long. it over and you just look at the sprue. Yeah, but sometimes it's quite hard to tell. Like I said, I am old, to be fair. And you the sprue sometimes... Well, no, but just like I'm going to sort of angle the thing to try and see where the number oh. is, whether that's a 12 or not. Uh, is gonna, it just me? Is it just I'm going to buy you a clip-on light for your glasses. That'll yeah. solve your problem. 
does, does anybody else have that product? I was just thinking yeah, actually, they, they sometimes yes, are a little I'm bit hard. Blind to... in one eye. <laughs> yeah. I just thought, actually. I have I... a right to not find my parts. I, s- yeah. I see no components. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just thought that, you know, it wouldn't take a lot. You know, they could bang it in the Warhammer app. It would, and then just, but just say, you know, where is where is right. 13? Oh, it's it's over there. There you go. Clip done. I yes. actually now, I spent as much you, time that's finding stuff. That they actually have the instructions right on everything. Would you like that before or after the FAQ? Because you know, one's Games Workshop, one's Forgeware. There you go. <laughs> just it's just an idea. Just put it out there. If they put it out there and they, and they do it, I demand lo- um, loyalty. No royalties. That's royalties, what I demand. Yeah. Not loyalties. <laughs> I demand your loyalty. Games Workshop. I think, I think they've already Bend got the that. Knee. I think <laughs> King of the North. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Bend the knee. Oh. That was such a good series up until the last one. Anyway, oh, that's absolute trash. Don't, watched it again such a shame. Don't get him to bend the knee, not at his age. He'll never get back up again. Yeah, trying to lift me back up again. Um, <laughs> I must admit, I, I think that I hope the books are better. Their books are never going to get finished. He's got his money. He's going to die rich and leave everybody guessing. Go he was already pretty rich. Anyway, the built next character month. in Brooklyn Nine Nine that's anyway, based on him. Yeah. Any road, we're done. Next month we have Rob Tangent Tangenting onto his Thanatar. Chris yeah. letting the gods of fate decide his, his future. I'm gonna try and do my Voltrax and Michael's gonna have the talking zone mortalis sections uh, completed who are talking to him and maybe a couple of what does what does stuff. it say in your sleep? Just you know <laughs> paint me <laughs> paint put a, me put a door on me. Hate me I, like one of your French girls. Have I, have I missed something here? <laughs> uh, if, did, did I like stroke out for like part of the conversation? Have I just come back in at a really awkward moment? This was Michael said that there's column A, bit of column B. The, the yeah. Mortalis terrain is calling to me. I said, oh, calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. I was thinking, actually talking to him. I was like, are you having some kind of psychotic episode? Well, this was like, I, I, I was a bit of a leap, that's, that's, like comedic leap on my part. To be fair, that's what this few hours of every month is just to make sure none of us have a psychotic episode. Yes. Right, come on, let's get the get the hell out of Dodge and go into the State of the Union. So, now is the time when we put on our hazmat suits and wade into the mire that is the State of the Union. <laughs> I thought you were going to go into Shakespeare then. No, no. One, With, like, now is our winter of discontent. No, I was now expecting is, that. Now is, no. now, now is the almost spring of our discontent. <laughs> an FAQ, an FAQ, my kingdom for an FAQ. Very good. Okay. Once, more, once more unto Bugman's, dear friends. Once more unto Bugman's. That's, that's, okay, that's at least three plays covered. Well played. Um, <laughs> go on, you and your question. Who's Romeo and who's Juliet? That's the question. That is the eternal question. Right. Skulltaker is Romeo. Okay. So, who's going to actually start this <clears throat> section off? Well, or, or it's alphabetical. Know? It's so, alphabetical, so it's Chris. It's, it's, it's myself. All right, so Cromlech have released some interesting upgrades for the Lehman Russ, which look very nice. There's a Battle Tank Dozer Blade, Battle Tank Cannons bundle, we like cannons. 
and uh, a very cool Imperial Heavy Quad Cannon. You like that one, Graham? It's, it's got Graham Smith written all over it. Graham Mills, even. Graham Smith's a York, a York geek. I got a bit confuslerated for a second there. I'm getting old as well. Yeah, they're quite nice, aren't they? Plasma Cannon's nice. Uh, Laz Cannon's, yeah, it's got all, all the bases covered. Cool. Yeah, quite like that one. It um, almost Krieg-esque. Quad Cannon. In it. Yes, this is nice. This is nice. I've yeah, seen this before. Yeah, quad cannon is nice. Yeah, agreed. That would that would be a perfectly fine rapier, wouldn't it? Yeah, quad launcher. If you mind yeah. you, it's well, actually it's a lot cheaper than the forge one, which is about forty quid each, aren't they? Thirty-two, thirty-three, something like that. You do you do get two legionaries with that, though. Remember? Oh yeah, good point. Well made. But yes, nice, very nice indeed. But depending, cool. if you want a different type of style. Mm. Yeah, they're very similar to the now sadly discontinued Krieg ones. They just continued. Uh, I thought they, they were. Ninety uh, percent of the Krieg stuff's gone now. I'm gutted. Again, Rob, what did we talk about earlier? To not moan about things being off the shop for a while. Yes. Oh, it's like being for. Uh, let's have a look. They are off the shop for a while because it's limited stock. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 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 Fair play. But the quad. Um. The Krieg style ones, not the rapier ones, um, are really cool. The mortar team, stubber team, they're still there. They're still there. Basic uh, infantry is not the death riders. Yeah, yeah, death course death riders there. There's okay. a ride master there. I can see oh, him. Come back. Awesome. Yeah, there's a death rider there. Uh, they, they go out, they come back. They go out, they come back. Basically, the fact they were not they yeah, weren't. The fud launch, the fud launchers are still there. They're twenty seven quid. Oh, okay. The quarters are twenty-five. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, the the, the uh, cannons and the rusters have gone, but very momentarily. Oh yeah, probably. they've been gone for they've been gone for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. Cool. Okay. I do like that commissar actually. Sorry, John. Sorry, yes, a little while, were we? Are you done, Chris? Yeah, no. So I'm just distracted by a, a, a man okay. in a leather jacket. Happens all the time to me. Um, yeah. A humble bundle returned with a new black library bundle. It's multi-language. Uh, if you pay thirteen point oh thirteen pounds sixteen, is that you get? We should have said paid because it's gone now. Sadly, if uh, that's how uh, that's how Graham always does his uh, his his monies. It's, yeah. it's never one pound fifty. It's <laughs> one point five zero pence. Thirteen. And, uh, thousand pence 13,016 <laughs> pence uh you get you've got lehman russ the great wolf magnus the red master of prospero horus rising false gods galaxy in flames flight of the eisenstein and fulgrim in english french and german along with 11 other books from sigma and 40k not bad for 13 pound 16 nope not bad at all okay but i've had them a couple of times from humble bundles and always giving them away and I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't justify it this time. I got a pound. I put a pound in and got the Sigma books. But okay, nice. Uh, okay. Uh, now maybe it's a bit more 40k themed. Uh, I'll go there. But Here some heresy players Here would like have do like this kind of stuff. But do they, uh, do they really? I dread, to, do they? I dread to think what kind of stuff heresy players <laughs> like. 
but Crom Lack have shown off a range of new terrain. It's Necrony themed two world terrain, as they call it. And uh, it's going to feature about 20 or so resin and MD- MDF pieces. Uh, so there's a, a YouTube video um, showing that off. Class. Okay, mm. cool. Okay, I'll let you off with that one, maybe. Yep. So maybe. Ov- obviously, Tomb Worlds did exist, but, you know, mm-hmm. it depends. So, yeah, they were all still asleep then. Yep. Or, some- or something. Um, so also being shoehorned in with like the I'm, 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 I can think of one reference that might get this in um, for those of you who've read The Lost and the Damned uh, Warhammer our community did an article on the evolution of the Beastmen so you can see their humble beginnings back at the very beginning of Warhammer Fantasy and how they've been brought through into 40k there is a nice picture of the original Gore Halfhorn there from like 1988 or something, the one that was recently oh, redone yeah. for Necromunda. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's the, obviously the Blackstone Fortress ones are in there as well. So, you know, they are in the 30k universe, they're in the 40k universe, they are kind of a bit valid, if a little bit uh, sparse, but it's an interesting article, and there's some lovely pictures of those um, Slanish um, Slangor dudes that we mentioned earlier, the uh, the Frankenverter cows. Yeah, some some uh, some nice pictures of them. Oh yeah, I just I just never really understood the beast man thing. But I think they, it's well, a, we have abhumans, you know, you've got the yeah. I think, so, yeah, I think it's just a carryover from generic D and D days, isn't it? That you know you yeah. have half man, half goat. I mean, you know, I get ogrins, I get halflings, beast men. Never really played them about. When a man loves a goat. Okay. Percy Sledge's unreleased version. Okay, that's me, that, that, that's me redoing uh, the episode artwork right there. <laughs> Please, dear God, no. Okay. Um. So anyway, Beastmen right, yeah. love them or hate them. It's your choice. Yeah. Or good. not literally, obviously. Now, I would love. I would love to here. see. I would love to see an upgrade kit from Forge World for, say, the Bestigore box or even just the Gore box for generic Beastman militia or mm-hmm. Beastman, Beastman penal legions, you know, basically to bring Beastmen back into 40k in a proper way. Because they've always been... on the on, on the promo side. Victoria yeah. uh, Miniatures, I think, do some Beastmen. There are, some are, you, are you pushing for a discount on your order that you just put in? No, 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 it's too late for that. Do you get there a free are, model with every time you mention him? It's the only time I've really sort of paid attention to the website seriously. Oh, she's got some gorgeous stuff. She does, yeah. yeah. Um, but there is um, an upgrade pack for the Zangors. Is there? Yes. There is an up- it's not in Forge World, it's in GW Main, but you can take Zangors in the Thousand Sons Army. Oh. And they come with um, chainsaws and pistols. Who do they really? They do indeed. Nice. <laughs> so I don't know if they'll fit onto other beastmen, but oh, sure someone's really? tried it. Oh, mm. interesting. I'm sure, I'm sure someone will have tried it. Yes. There you go. Uh, okay, cool. 
Cool, cool, cool. Uh, uh, Warhammer Community ran an article for Black Library, Ce- Black Library Celebration in which they mentioned the best opening lines in the Black Library books, not just in general. Uh, and guess what the fir- what was the first one mentioned? Well, it was, of course, the opening line of Horus Rising. Of it is. Where, mm. yeah. I was just going through the list. Quite a lot of them are Abner. <laughs> Horus slew the emperor. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's it is an amazing. It is amazing line. Like he's got to be the guy that finishes it off. He's got to be. I expect he will be. Like just. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I I noticed that the I've not read it, but the Avenging Sun has a very similar opening line. It I wonder does, if that was yes. a, a purposeful uh, a nod. homage from Guy Haley to uh, mm, I, I suspect it was. But it's sort of like that. Um, that's meant to be the opening arc of a series that covers yeah, like yeah. A, a, a similar statue to the Horus Heresy they want it to be. I mean, what? Well, well. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. they've only had two books. And actually, to be fair, the first one I've read isn't <coughs> I've just not read the second one yet. Two Faustus class interceptors. Oh yeah. I mean, nice. I mean, to me, to me, that I was there or the day Horace the Emperor. That's up there with like your um, your day of the Triffids. You know, the when a day that you happen to know for a fact is a Wednesday start, starts off sounding like a Sunday, then you know something is awry. Yeah. But, you know, that, that's the uh, that's the 1950s for you. Yeah, but then there's like nobody would have conceived. That in the early part of the yeah, 19th yeah. century. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, anyway, look at us literary buffers. The best of times, it was the worst of times. Oh, yes. Very good. Yeah, good, good shout. Okay. Anyway, moving on before we sound like we're just down the pub trying to out clever each other. That's just, yeah. how, we, that's just how we roll. <laughs> uh, I've never actually read A Tale of Two Cities. I just know the opening lines. Yeah, okay, fair enough. You, t- you could have just got away with it, Mr. B. You could you have could sold have us no, the, I've got to be, I've got the to be Dickensian honest. knowledge of uh, like the lot. I've there. read a few of them, but I, that's one I haven't read. Okay. Anyway, let's go with you M- me is it me yeah yeah because i went and now it's you so it is best opening lines so for valentine's day of course which has been and gone i treat us to a funny little video of peachy's date for the special occasion why are we covering this uh and it's his date funny and it's amusing was every one of every one of our favorite hobby supplies was every one of our favorite every one of our favorite hobby supplies he, i haven't seen had, it he went on a date with um a particular sh- shade paint. Oh, what? Agrax Earthshade? Yes. Or Nile Oil? Oh, Agrax Earthshade. Well, there, well, that makes sense. And it was Good sort choice. of like, it's everybody's favourite uh, uh, favorite paint, you know? Why, why would you go on a date with anything else? Fair enough. Not wrong. Not wrong at all. Yeah. It's okay. That is it. rather funny. I'll allow it. Okay. Okay. Over to you. I get to squeeze in something for Militia. <sighs> um. Actually, if you do fancy it, the APC from Aliens, uh, Gale Force Nine is selling that. Squeezing, Jesus! Ripped, whatever the thing is. He went totally totally broke up. I'm just going to assume that was full of swearing that we just couldn't hear. (laughs) So that is that is a model of the APC from the Aliens film. I take it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. It's a good model. 
it's a good model. It points out the uh, it shows the the difference in uh, prop design <laughs> from uh, what was Aliens, nineteen eighty six. Yeah, I saw it at the cinema. That's how old it is. And you've also got how I mean, old you are. Never mind how old it is. <laughs> <laughs> They've currently not got any sort of generic troops on with the um the game, but hopefully they will. But as soon as they, they do, have... you'll be putting them in for an alternate militia list. Yeah, that's it. absolutely. I mean. And if you want you know, to run this, colonial colonial marines is awesome. The it's thing right. is, though, the problem is at the end of every game, you know, you always have to finish it. It's game over, man. Yeah, exactly. and that's going to be how it ends every or time. When you're about to lose, you could just say, "Look, we're just going to have to nuke it from orbit because anyway, we can be sure." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So many you great know. lines. Get away from her, you bitch. You yeah. Bitch. Any, anybody ever mistaken you for a war gamer? No. How about you? <laughs> So many good lines. Okay. They're in the dice, how man. Do, they're in the dice. How do I get out of this chicken <laughs> outfit? So, Hudson, anyway. I'm going to just draw a line in the sand and okay. there. We're still on doing, that one. It wasn't quoting books, now we're quoting films. Exactly. We are um, superb at so, um, this podcast <laughs> business. You are always <laughs> super professional. I've, I've just I've just closed down the tangent button because I've just given up. It's just gone constant. We should re- release an episode yeah. that's just three hours of the tangent button on loop. How much um, can we tangent? Okay. Yeah. So Games Workshop also finally managed the store accounts with the My Warhammer system. Uh, so you've got one login for all the various different ways for them to relieve you of your hard-earned pennies. Mm. Uh, and they also ran a competition which hasn't been drawn yet although you can't it's too late to enter because the final date for entering was the 25th of february um but you could win up to 300 pounds worth of product in your basket if there was product in your basket on the morning of the 25th of february so i put stuff i put stuff in my basket i sent you a link about this saying do it i didn't know you had to actually put stuff in your basket and then rtfm graham Read the flipping message. Um, it was, yeah, anything up to £300 in the basket, and they're going to pick five winners. So um, I put a Marauder Destroyer and an Arvus Lighter in my in, in my basket. Cause, you know, <laughs> Just stick two £150 models in there, haven't you? Know? No, no, a 200, 220, and a 76. Thank you very much. I've got them have £4 change. Um, so, That's yeah. what the- People like you are the reason that Michael's Michael's going up. You, you turned into a you turned into a Cylon again then, chat. Oh uh, yeah, my internet's not very good today. Yeah, dear. Is it on? Is it c- coming up north via Southern Rail? I think we just lost him. He's just gone. It's completely. That's it. He's rage, he's rage quit. Um. So yes, my Warhammer now, one account, one login, all the baskets, all the penniless. Yes. But we just had the message from Chris saying his internet has failed, so we will uh we will uh, we'll carry on without him for a little for the rest of this section. Have you had that message or I've not even sent that message? <laughs> outrageous. That is outrageous. You're just making stuff up now. You just sent a me- oh no, Graham said the internet. Sorry, it's not you. Graham. Oh, he's getting his mills. He's confused. I just heard. I just heard you saying internet's being dodgy, and then saw a message saying internet has failed, um, and saw mills. So yeah, okay. Sorry. Trouble, trouble at mills. Trouble at mills. Okay. Trouble. We'll just uh, we'll just carry on without him for now. 
Yeah. Okay. So it's Chris now. It's the mills we do have. Yep. Or is he gone now as well? I think we're we're, we're bereft of mills. We're bereft of mills. Well, we can either you can either do some editing so that this you know there's not so much dead air, which I'm conscious there already is a lot of. Uh, or should, yeah. Or should we just, shall I carry on then? Yes, you carry. Right. We'll, we'll I'll do carry the, on. I'll do I'll do the next one, and then you jump in on Graham's one. Yep, sounds good to me. Right. So, in the absence of the of the brothers Mills, uh, Deep Cut Studios have released some cool new desert houses for that Tatooine theme board Michael was banging on about. Um, I will do it one day. I'm sure you will, and I'll do the Nuremberg 300 light infantry on this in the same day, uh, same year. But they are nice buildings, but for me, they're it's blatantly what they are. They're not generic sci-fi buildings at all. It's Tatooine, Mos Eisley, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's what I want them for. I want a Tatooine-style building because I mean, they are the buildings in Tat in Tatooine are very much inspired by the desert. But mm. we associate them so much with Star Wars that yeah. that that we can't uh, that we can't help ourselves. It's difficult to disassociate them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we see any building like that. It's like they're very similar to to buildings you will see in Afghanistan mm-hmm. and, and such. But because you know that's that strong link to you know as I said, it, Star Wars is just such a strong visual thing. And I think we're joined again by Mr. Mills. Uh, well, the, the elder that is. Hello. Hello. Welcome yeah. back, old boy. That's okay. yeah, we, lo- we lost you for a minute. We've Michael's, also lost Chris. Michael's going to do some mm. editing, which, of course, he'll have already done for the people who are listening. Just... We, we lost both of us. Maybe it's a Mills thing. It's either yeah. that or the targeted EMP. Maybe. Attack, of course. Pretty much. So you're back in time to do your next next bit. Okay. Um, I'm hazarding a guess. This is where we're at. Black yes. Library are introducing a new imprint. Of some of their most popular novels called the masterworks damn it don't tell me this i don't have enough money as it is the first wave of which includes horus rising with a new introduction not really aimed at heresy fans so much as the mass market but it could help introduce the setting to a whole new bunch of folk very nice yeah it's it's it's, it's not not something you'll want to collect collect at all roberts well unless uh-huh. you want that it's it's not like a heresy series it's like one or two bits i think they, they've got Hell's Hell's Reach. Yeah, it's Hell's Reach and, and Nightbringer. Yeah, as the, um, as the first two. Uh, sorry, three. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not like a series. So it's I mean a lot of people have been saying, oh, what's the point in this? Because I'm just going to have one slight different one. And it's like, well, it's not aimed at you, is it? No, I see what you mean. Is it like um, just sort of the best of like, really good books separate in their yeah, own right? Yeah. From what I understand, in the, in the heresy era, or a, and of course, bear in mind they're hardback, so they can get them reviewed. Yes, exactly. But so from what, get, what I understand, they, they're uh, they're going into going to your, your train station, WH Smiths, and that, and right. I see what you mean. So, like for example, the Horus Hor- Rising is the Horus Heresy written on it, whereas Hell's Reach and Nightbringer are both Warhammer 40k. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. So it's sort of like getting that into the mass market yeah, with uh, and and such, because. Uh, that's something that War, Warhammer books have done very well in the past, but since they now get released over all sorts of mental formats, they don't really chart as much. Got you. Yeah. Makes so sense. We've got Chris back. So, hello, Chris. Bonjour. Hello. So, we, we, we briefly lost you both. Uh, yeah. Was your internet on the fritz as well? 
Yeah, I don't mind something right good there. So. Oh, so we here. So so we here. So we here. Okay, awesome. Uh right, okay. So there the was an Age of Sigma preview. It's it's Age of Sigma. <sighs> Nothing obviously for heresy, but we're getting a new model for Bellacor. Yeah, right. and it looks stunning. He's been I mean, around for shown a us long time. Yeah, first yeah. demon, first demon prince. Uh, yeah. Only shown us little snippets of the model, uh, but he's getting a whole book in um, Sigma. Uh, the only thing I hope is that that base, that uh, there's a dead chaos warrior on the base, is that the that that can be exchanged for a chaos marine or something. Or nothing, a, nothing a Dremel can't fix or a decent hacking at with a craft knife and putting some sand over it. Or so, just, just yeah, so obviously being the first big demon prince, and he's in both the Sigma universe and the 40k universe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the demons are in both. Yeah, but but does that mean he was in the Heresy universe? He since yeah, yeah, because yeah, 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 um, predates because Caldor Drago of the Grey Knights is mentioned in one of the um, Age of Sigmar battle tomes, I think, because somebody gets mm. trapped in the realm of chaos and they see a giant, uh, a giant silver in a giant in silver armor with fire spitting from his wrists or something, and a giant blade. And yeah, you're like, yeah. that's that dude from the Grey Knights that got trapped in Nurgle's garden for like a million years or whatever. It is. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Because cool. bear, uh, bear in mind, there was that the really, really old rumor that Sigmar was a Primarch who landed on the old world, and that's why yeah. he's one of the missing two. That's like that's like a rumor that's as old as GW. That nice. Uh, I mean, there were there were some old books, old books in which like they basically implied that you, you know you had Chaos Space Marines crossing over into the to the old world as well. Yeah, he used to be he used to be able to buy plasma pistols for Warhammer Warhammer Chaos Champions and stuff with like weird archaea tech. Mm. Right. If you if you if, if you get the chance next time you're at head office, pick up the Rogue Trader Rulebook and the Realm of Chaos book because they're just amazing. They're okay. just amazing to see where where things have come from. I was looking at the Rogue Trader book last night and like Lehman Ross is first mentioned as a Marine commander. Yeah. Randomly. And they've got things like half uh, Eldar um, chief librarians of the Ultramarines who were just normal human beings. Uh, well, you know, normal half breeds. Yeah, yeah, it's, crazy uh, stuff like that. Really, some some really bonkers stuff. Yeah, um, but Bellacore looks is going to be awesome because that's a it's an awesome resin model. Uh, I love the resin model they have of him, uh, and I can't wait to see what they do with him as a uh, as, as a as a plastic. Mm, yeah, very good. I want that sword if nothing else. Um, and speaking of nice new things, there was some interesting painting videos um, about the Head of Knights of Slanesh. So there was simple battle-ready one for um, Demonet Flesh and Golden Armor and Bliss Barber Archer's skin, which is always handy because skin tones can be tricky for some people. And it was uh, a good mix of various different skin tones that you can do, nice and simple, from Mr. Peachy. Mm-hmm. So that's well worth everybody having a look at, so that they can make their armies all look a little bit different. Um, golden armor, mm, I wasn't too fussed about. GW's armor is always a bit orange for me. They're gold, but this one was uh, this one's a bit lighter than usual, so I can't, it, it wasn't wasn't too oh, bad. Talking of, actually, talking of golden armor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. um, is there any sisters about uh, any sisters of silence in this conversation? No, no, no. Someone sent us a message, didn't they? Uh, Darren, was it Darren? 
Possibly. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah, get Darren, Darren Winter sent us a message on Facebook. Because um, you know about the cafeteries uh, painting gold. Uh, and he was, he says he spoke about opened air a couple years ago on how he painted the custodian's vehicle from a black base and then sponged the forge world gold on with occasional ah, yes. layers of silver before more gold was placed. This gave a more antique look to the gold and developed more texture on the large flat panels. Mm. Yes, can so you uh, can you forward that message to me because uh, obviously I will be, I'm not a million miles off painting a lot of gold. Yeah, well, then. I'll just screenshot it and then you can. I might give that a shot because uh, I, I, I do want to make my vehicles different. There you go. Sorry, I tangented there, but it just it clicked in my brain. From Peachy's old cupboard friend, we got a thing from Duncan Rose on how to paint Dark Angel's Raven Wing. Primaris Outriders. I don't know what those last two things mean. Um, it's more the colour scheme that you could be used for the First Legion during the Heresy. So it's all good on that front. You know what those words mean. Yeah. It's, just, it's just Ravenwing, which obviously is the old the, the, the Heresy scheme that they use. So, And I think, to be fair, for a lot of people, black can be a bit of a, you know, a difficult colour to paint uh, uh, armour with yeah I don't disagree it can be uh, it is a tricky armour to, to give any kind of texture without going into that peculiar kind of edge highlighting which I don't really like to be honest with you anyway um, where are we at so Warhammer oh, this is interesting interesting crossover to two Goliaths of the hobby world um, Games Workshop and Wizards of the Coast so Warhammer 40k is coming to Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Interesting, um, interesting little little um, very sensible kind of cross marketing ploy there. I feel. Um, I'm just not sure what to, how to respond to that. You know, it's like. Yeah, I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Because the 40k, the Magic the Gathering setting is seems to be mainly a fantasy based setting, and then what you're going to suddenly start having, you know. 40k things going Watch on the marines I, if i, I remember I know. if i remember correctly they did a sort of walking dead set um a little while ago that was sort of its own little self-contained sort of expansion set or yeah, something I, I don't think okay. it's like they, i don't i think they're just sort of little extra things it's not um like a whole new game they're just sort of little sort of limited runs i guess yeah, I guess it's like whether it's in the, in the, like the odd sort of set of booster packs and what have you that have got 40k content in yeah. them. I guess maybe mind you, the artwork's usually quite nice on the um, Magic the Gathering cards, so that's something. I mean, this but is yeah, it is weird. Sensible self cross promotion. A lot of Magic the Gathering players out there. A lot of Warhammer players out there. Yeah. Both companies are always eager to recruit new new um, people. Yeah, well, I they don't cross over either. They don't travel each other's feet. So I once saw somebody sense. walk into Travelling Man in York and spend nine hundred pounds on cardboard, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm out. I've done, I'm just not getting anywhere near this." Someone's I've just seen someone walk in, spend nine hundred pounds on cardboard, and immediately start sorting through it for shiny ones, and I was like, uh, "Hmm." Yeah, but I used to. Uh, it's it's, it's better than Pokemon, but yeah, it's like Pokemon on a Forge World budget. It's ridiculous. Well, when we go back to Gathering, I remember used to play sort of. Yeah, I used to like playing it a lot when it first came out back in the 90s and 
uh, it was we had a lot of fun playing it we used to play it after the pub we used to go and pub a few drinks this is how sad we were and obviously then go back and play magic the gathering with like a big group of us and it was really good fun I um, did it got a bit a... silly because it then just became very expensive but in that initial thing it was a huge amount of um, yeah i did did play a little at school and because Ipswich where the only place we could get cards was so far away we just to photocopy each other's cards and it got to the point where we were like hang on a minute you've just got to keep buying and buying and buying to get the, and we ended up with the same decks and it was like yeah we're out no nope. I've got actually my next door neighbor is a um, Magic the Gathering ranked player and has given me a lot of cards he's not using so I'm gonna me and the wife have uh, said that we might start playing it just for fun you know Hopefully she won't stab me in the face or anything when she gets she gets angry. But uh, you know, live and learn. This is a genuine a death by a thousand paper cuts, literally. <laughs> this is a genuine problem when uh, dating northern women. You might get stabbed. It's always a risk. It's, it adds the a certain frizzon to the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that I think is it. Yeah, that's it for State of the Union. So. The union is in a right state. So what we'll do now is we'll move on to Engine Kill. Okay, off you go. Right, now it's time for me and Michael to have our little private time together. We've we've let the others go off and do their own little thing. And we're going to talk about giant world stomping titans in Engine Kill. Uh, We don't have a lot of news this month. In fact, we've got no news. So we're just going to dive straight on into our our Legio focus this month. And that is Legio Volpa, the Deathstalkers, which is a cracking name. Oh, it is, it is, it is. And they they are a cracking, uh, yeah. a cracking Legio. I mean, um, they're so, I mean, they were always on the road to ruin. Um, they were, you know, the, the, they were noted during the Great Crusade for basically being uh, cruel and vicious. Uh, so they would like lay waste to just cities full of civilians, whereas most Legios would be like, get out, we're going to destroy the city. Volpo would just like walk in there. And then if they were around any people, they just vent their plasma purposefully yeah. where people were to kill them all. Just not nice. No, I mean that, that, that's that is trademarked uh, traitor, isn't it? I mean, there's no other way around it. Yeah, that's, that's full on bad guy kind of stuff. Not that yeah. many people are good guys in the 31st millennium. Yeah, and they were the second legio to betray the emperor uh, and pledge allegiance to Horus. Um, and. Uh, during the opening schism of Mars, they were the first Titan to open fire, uh, crushing the Death Bolts in a uh, surprise attack. And also clashed quite heavily and were some of the stars of the Titan Death uh, at Beta Garmon, where they uh, clashed with uh, Legio Solaria, uh, whom, who, with whom they have a long uh, grudge. Oh, yeah. So that's a great book, actually. It's a great book. Yeah. Um, I see, yeah, yeah. The- and the, your little note here about fuse their princess with demons. I mean, that's... oh yeah, they're the first to 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 create the uh, bane lords and yeah, they were just like, yeah, we're all right. We'll we'll have the demons. We'll 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 accept demons into our souls. Yeah, which actually offers up quite a lot of, sort of hobby potential as well. You know, um, yeah, yeah, doing some really cool conversion stuff. Just you know that little tainted twist on there, on there. Yeah. 
because I think beautiful titans. I think they are in one of the big black books at one point um, with a sort of pre-fall color scheme. And then when we see them in the Titan death book, they're like, yep, just more bloody meat and and gore. Yeah. Um, Nice. So what are their Legio traits then, uh, uh, Chris? Yeah, so let's let's dive in. So Legio, honor and blood. So a Deathstroke Titan that's in three inches of an enemy Titan increases its weapon skill by one and decreases its ballistic skill by one. So, you know, as you'd expect, they are all about smashing face. Yeah, so very melee focused. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. We like that. I like that an awful lot. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the Reavers and Warhounds are going to hit very easily, much a lot yeah. easier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think... <clears throat> Oh, sorry, boys, it's going to be funny. They're, they've, they are, we'll come on to the others, but they are very much designed on small things hitting bigger things. Yep. Quite hard. Absolutely. Um, their strategy is, uh, so they've got the no pity for the vanquished, which is a, a one one point. Um, we destroy an enemy time. You get to fire again with the same weapon against another enemy within twelve inches of the one that was destroyed. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. That is. I mean, it's just like, yeah, you're gonna go again. Although, you know, it has to be noted that it does count again. It's it's a separate attack. So when it comes to uh, things like, um, you know, your reactor going up yeah. a bit, yeah, you're gonna go up again if you use that. So it's. Not always going to be great, but it's very thematic. Yeah, exactly. And also, it's you know, it's a potential for free extra damage. So exactly, that's always a win. Always, always going to be worth it. Uh, in terms of war gear, they've actually got two pieces. The first one is the plasma gargoyles. Now, this is very, very thematic, uh, and basically, it costs you fifteen points. I don't think they're that great, to be honest. Yeah, but no, I, I, yeah, when um, you're within. If you vent plasma, any friends or foes within three inches uh, takes a strength equal to three plus the number of titans uh, reactor is reduced by. So however much you vent plasma by, plus three. Uh, I don't actually think it's all that great in practice. It's it's a good thing if you're on your own. But yep. if you're in a, um, you know, if you've got warhounds quite close together. You know, if you're gonna, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? I suppose that's the way to look at it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, there there are going to be situations where it's quite useful, but yeah, I mean, maybe it, for a, but, a re-boss. but it's a gamble kind of. It's a yeah, maybe know, if you've got 15 a, points spare, you've got a reaver that's on its own. Maybe pop it on just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's a you, you can't base your game around that strategy. <laughs> it's yeah. it's. It is um last roll of the dice kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's all, it is very flavorful, and I think that's yeah. kind of the point of that one. It's 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 there to to, to give a bit of fluffiness to it. Um, the other one and is mod, and it's a model opportunity as well. You know, you could do some cool little modeling thing things oh, on that. Absolutely. Uh, the other one they've got, and I think these are brilliant, is the yeah. disruption emitters. So add two to the strength of any weapons with a melee trait. And count as scale as two higher when making smash attacks. So your warlord, your reavers are going to hit as hard as a warlord. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. 
especially when you've got that chain fist on there. And Warlords are just going to be a bit overkill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think this this means this enables you to take things like Reavers, like Warhounds, and you know you're, you're not going to be that conceit. You're not overly concerned about being outgunned in a well, out four, I suppose. Yeah. Um, which I think is really useful. It's, I mean, thirty points. It's it's. It's not crazy expensive, but you, it's gonna, you know, it's, it's gonna get pricey quickly. Yeah, I wouldn't take a small Titan without it, though, to be honest. No, 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 no. And this no. would sort of make me sway towards smaller Titans. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. So you've got the personal traits. Um. So yeah, as, as per usual, we've got three choices. So raise a tongue. At the start of the round, the Princeps can choose an enemy Titan within 24 of their own Titan. For the duration of that round, the chosen Titan's command characteristic is increased by 2 to a maximum of 10. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's good if you want to make sure that that, you know, you get, you get that repair in or anything like that. Make sure you get those commands correct. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that, that, that's, um, so that's uh, nasty words, really, isn't it? But it's, it's, it's a fairly interesting um, one. But yeah, but you know, there's always a situation where you want to make sure that the Titan is going to do its thing. So yeah. Oh no, this is increasing the command for against the enemy. That's it's not like helping you go out. Helping the chosen Titan's command characteristic is increased. Yeah. Oh yeah, choosing enemy. Sorry, yeah, I completely misread, misread the. Yeah, enemy. yeah. So 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 it's messing yeah. with their plans. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I do apologize. The amount of times I've looked at that today and every time i've just gone oh yeah that's pretty useful and and every time my brain has just completely missed out the enemy part in that yeah but it is Um, still pretty useful yeah absolutely because anything you can do to disrupt their plans is good yeah cool uh the next one is bloodied but unbroken now i think this sounds awesome but i actually don't rate it myself so for each point of critical damage the Princeps Titan has suffered, increase the strength of any weapons with a melee trait and their smash attacks by one to a maximum of plus three. Now, the reason I don't think this is that good is your Titan's going to have to be pretty not badly damaged in order to really get take advantage of it. And I don't think you necessarily want to be in that position and build a strategy around that. Thing is, though, if you take, you know, if you've got a Titan with destruct, destruction emitters, mm-hmm. and then you've got, you know, one bit of critical damage or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it just starts to stack up pretty quickly, actually. You yeah. Know, the, the combination is there for you to, you know, to, to yeah, slug yeah, things out a bit more. Definitely, but it's not something. This isn't something I would personally build. Yeah. Build a list around. Okay. Um, all right. What about the last one? Yeah. So cruel. Uh, when making attacks against units with scale five or lower, increase the strength of any hits by two, which ties in wonderfully with that um, punching. Um, yeah. Punching sort of a, a, above your your size kind of thing. So I I like this. I I, yeah. I would think this is more going to be punching down. So yeah, like yeah. hitting knights and stuff, because the way I was looking at it is is 
this would have been perfect for when we had all those acastuses running around um uh, that were super cheap and uh, doing everything you know because these would have this would have done them something but yeah know, that's less of a problem these days that is yeah still knights are a pain so i definitely still rate this one so i think trisha i think was i can never remember what the things are, what scale things are i need to put a little thing for it yeah i never keep any cards on on the desk i should read. no that's it <laughs> i think you are talking about the smaller titans and stuff so let's have a look what's a reaver yeah, I've got the wrong thing. So no, I've just got the scales on the top of my head. No, that's just battle scribes are pretty for me to quickly look it up, and I can't. It's not loading quick enough. See on my computer. I might have, I might have saved because I think games. Yeah, so Reva scale eight. Do. So yeah, no, yeah, you're so, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd say this is more for knights and. Yeah. Knights and stuff. So. Getting rid. Of Sorry, I didn't quite catch that there. Some so it's for getting rid of nuisances. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a yeah, the warhound six. So yeah, yeah, knights and things downwards, I guess. Yeah, definitely. So good. Awesome. Um, okay, that's fantastic. In terms of appearance, I did. Um, there is a sort of Duncan sort of did mention some of this back in the in the Titan Death uh, show that was on Twitch a few years ago. Uh, I say a few years ago, a couple of years ago, I think I will uh, I will put a link to that in the notes. But from what I recall, it was basically suggesting that for the main fleshy colored because it's the armor is sort of the color of fleshy, bloody meat. And he was suggesting that you go with a base of corn red, if I recall, and then you sort of stipple on with a sponge, well, sponge, on, I suppose, uh, Bugman's glow to sort of give it that bruised marbled effect. Yeah. So that's quite cool. The um, trim is bone. So do that however you wish. I mean, I do it personally. I'd probably do it um, wraith bone, then skeleton horde contrast, uh, and then highlight with shabti bone. I think that would look really good. Yeah. But it's, it's easy enough thing to do. So, okay. So how about, so how would you sum up this uh, Legio then? I mean, I think, I think they're pretty useful. Um, so I was looking at some sort of mana pools. I know you've put down here. Yeah, the mandatum one, which is one that I sort of certainly looked at. Um, mm. and I thought that was quite a useful um, one to take. I was also thinking, uh, I think it's, oh, didn't write it down, Ferox, I think. Oh, Ferox Light would do quite good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me just try and find it. Yeah, yeah. I sort of thought, yeah, mand- the mandatum, because. The, the, yeah, the, the Ferox and the Lupercal were the other two that I thought would be quite good. Yeah, what about the Corsair? Because yeah. with uh, a fast moving. Uh, yeah. readers that would be pretty I useful think, yeah that would be definitely very nice but yeah I there are some cool things you can do I say I think with the fact that you've got the demons um sort of tied in in their fluff you know the warp gargoyles I think there are some good um hobby op- sort of sculpting and modeling opportunities conversion bits wise yeah they're, they're um, definitely they're mm. definitely one of the most flavorful and that and, and obviously having had a lot of their fluff explained in the books that helps yeah absolutely yeah, uh, it's nice to yeah, get that's that. some, that's some... Definitely. Me. 
I was going to say that is, 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 you've got a bit more modeling opportunity because you because you know some of the characters that uh, yeah yeah no absolutely yeah, yeah those but I think with those um, the emitters you know you can do some really nasty combinations with some of the um, manifold bonuses that you can get yeah so so yeah I definitely be concentrate on my reavers and um warhounds with this elite show myself yeah 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 me too absolutely yeah uh, awesome cool uh so what we'll do is we'll move on to the augury scanner and next month we're finishing up the titan death legios and we're going to talk about legio vulpa the imperial no, hunters uh, not vulpa no but, um solaria solaria yeah yeah solaria i'm looking forward to them or female legio as well should have, should have done that this month, shouldn't we? Yeah, should have done that with, with International Women's Day. Absolutely. Oh, well. Save them for next month. And that takes us to the end of the first bit of the show, the second bit of the show, who knows? Um, so thanks for bearing with us and uh, leave us a review on iTunes or you could follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. Michael will put all the links in the show notes. Give our two Facebook pages a like as well. There's the Edge of Empire page and the Edge of Empire listeners community uh, for no other reason than to let us know what that you like what we're doing and to uh, soothe Graham's ego. My ego is totally soothed. Is it totally our, soothed? After looking at our downloads now, that's my, All right. that's my new go-to, to be honest Brilliant. with you. <laughs> drugs. Um, yeah, that's, that, that just cheers me up. I don't know whether Mark was just making them up like, but, you know, they say, <laughs> just, to, just to appease me, but, you know, two and a half thousand or whatever. Fantastic. Uh, now, if you want to get in touch with us, you can post on the Facebook wall, send us a message to Facebook or Instagram, or email us at therush at edgeofempire.co.uk. We all each have individual emails as well, so if you want to send one of us a message without the other three knowing, it's just our first names at edgeofempire.co.uk. Yes. Also, if you want to help out the show, then uh, we accept PayPal. Uh, and we have an aff- affiliate link with Audible, so you can sign up to get your Horus Heresy audiobooks through them with a month's free trial. And after that, it's the seven ninety nine a month for an audiobook that we all know about. And all the Black Library books are on there. And in a non-heresy related thing, seeing as Michael hasn't snuck one in yet, I'm reading the second of the Beckin trilogy by Dan Abner at the moment, Penitent. And it's so good. Oh, my God. Uh, so I believe that'll be up there. Uh, you can also become a patron of the show. Uh, pop a couple of quid in the tip jar and we will be eternally eternally great for it yes as always Uh, if you want to help us all out uh, individually you can help you can do that by going through the advert on the website to purchase your wargaming toys from element games we also have element crystal codes which means you get double crystals and we get normal ones as well they're in the show notes as usual but chris's is chr211 graham's is gra2794 michael's is mic440 and mine is rob 676 and we also have an affiliate link with the outpost in sheffield as well which is a fab little friendly local gaming store so check and them out cheap, for Lehman Russes. cheap as cheap chips Russes, yeah. cheap Lehman Russes. yeah, yeah. who doesn't like them 
So that's it for us for this show. So many thanks indeed. And we'll see you next time for the second half. <laughs>